in the spirit of Thanksgiving, we will all be with relatives tomorrow. If for some reason we were videotaped all day or however long you're with your family, which one of your family members has viral capabilities? Which one's going to say something viral? Which one's going to do something viral? Which one's going to make it uh, in the social media world tomorrow if we're videotaping them? Okay, so since you said it's at our Thanksgiving gathering, I think yeah. it's fair for me to say that my my cousin. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Okay, because you said immediate family, and I just well, that's mine's just immediate. She is so. she is nine years old, Oof. and she is like potential. the funniest person that I've ever met. She literally last year was on the floor with my dad doing this, trying to teach him how to do the splits. And then how did he, Brett do? He couldn't do it. And she looked at him and goes, you better get this by the next <laughs> time I see you. I'm it sure was, Brett, can she, he do it now? No. He no. better Dance. get it. I know. Oh, she was super, She's. she did her entire dance routine in front of all of us because she just wanted to show us. And I like it. it had, she had to dress up as a cow for it. I like it. I like it. So that's your nomination. She's the funniest person that I know. Peter, what was your nomination? Um, I think I'm going to have to go with my nephew, Alder. Really? Yep. Um, I'm thinking strategically here, and he is adorable for one thing. He has these big eyes, and he's, uh, how old is that kid? Um, nine, maybe? Yeah, I think he's no, maybe. So he's we both eight. just picked a couple nine-year-olds. I don't, I don't, remember. I don't have any nine-year-olds in my life. I don't remember so. how old he is. Uh, but the funny thing about Alder is that he um, he knits. He loves <laughs> to knit. Smokes. You tell That's me, amazing. people wouldn't watch a video of an adorable. So he'll be the knitting guy. He'll yeah, be the he also. I've s- seen. I've seen a viral video on a kid who knits. He also says things like, "Oh dear." Oh, he talks to himself. Uh, he it's is really cute. He's a real cute kid. So my nephew Alder would He'll probably be your viral go, guy. My my cousin would probably beat up your nephew. Nice. Honestly, yeah. I, but like, just what is with all the violence? No, Kayla? I'm just saying. Like, wow. she's like so like their demeanors just in that description. Like Alder, a little boy who knits, negative. and then that she's just like, Dude. you yeah. better learn how to do the splits. <laughs> Alder is the most agreeable child. He. I asked him once if he wanted to play hockey. He said, No, 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 thank you. <laughs> no, I don't think I would enjoy that. Alder He's out. like super measured, really calm. Like uh, it. And then he crochets. I will pick. Oof, it's a tough one. Um, I really think it's going to be my wife, Debbie, who's going to get viral. Yeah, Debbie. Because Debbie kicks so much ass. Because she's. <laughs> this is a youth podcast, Peter. We Whatever. have. We have. Um, been the Lunds family the last five years where you just go to Lunds and they just make everything for you and you just heat it up. But Debbie's like, I'm making a turkey this year. Everything from scratch. We can, we got this honey thing, right? A terrible idea. Debbie. It's a terrible idea. Yeah. And something's going to go wrong in that kitchen and she is going to explode and we're going to have it on video and the whole world's going to see her explode because remember now all cameras are on. So she's going to lose her kittens <laughs> i'm sure filming your wife getting mad won't oh es- escalate things at all yeah not a, not a problem at all yeah, yeah. 
need to stay up out the streets if you can't take the heat. You need to stay up out the streets if you can't take the heat. Cause it get cold like Minnesota. Cold like Minnesota. Cold like Minnesota. Cold like Minnesota. need to stay up out the streets. Debbie's going to try to make a turkey from scratch. Uh, yeah. From sure, scratch. Yeah, sure, well, sure, sure I'll, end up, I'll end up dealing with it. Cause sure she I is. I will brine that bad boy. I think, oh. what's that, what's that thing where you crack the, the spine and saw. Spatchcock. Spatchcock, that thing. That's what I think I'm going to end up doing tomorrow morning. My sister is handling, uh, food preparations. And usually we all bring something kind of like potluck style. Yeah. Uh, she texted the family group chat and was like, we will provide the egg dish, the sweet dish, the fruit, uh, coffee, mimosas, Everything but the and turkey? breads. And no, we're not having turkey. We're doing brunch. Okay. What are you eating with it? Egg bake. Oh, sticky egg bake. buns. That's Thanksgiving. Yeah. Why would I eat a what turkey? A We're having Mexican food what tonight. A letdown. <laughs> Dude, turkey what a letdown. Turkey stinks for one thing. No, it doesn't. Turkey yes, it has does. got to be like the most no, overrated why, why, Thanksgiving oh food so of all time. Dry. So dry. No I would one so ever much cooks rather it have right. ham. Not mine. mine no one ever cooks juicy. it right. You think Debbie's going to cook it right? I'm I'm making oh, it. Oh, I thought you said I'll, Debbie was I'll making it. I'll end up doing it. I'll end up doing it. If I want something tasty, I'll just make like Indian food or something. Okay. I need a turkey. I love it's one of my favorite holidays. It's incredible. It's mine too because there's football on all day. <sighs> no hockey. Is there hockey on? If there were, I, I wouldn't don't know. watch it. I know there were zero NHL games on last night. I wouldn't watch literally hockey. zero. For the amount of hockey we're gonna get this weekend, I don't wanna watch hockey on Thursday at you all. You know, me either. <laughs> um Let's talk a little news um, before we get rolling. Uh, there's some some little nuggets. Uh, some kids uh, leaving the Bantam level and headed to high school. I know that you said Luca Jarvis was on the Stillwater high school roster. Yeah, I spied that was a, the that first was, one I noticed. Did you notice any other of the kids from that team on Stillwater's varsity? Or is that the only one? Not on Stillwater. Right. Varsity. We saw the goaltender uh, Leighton Reinhardt moved to Hill Murray's JV. Yeah, let me let me check Stillwater's Twitter feed. The problem is that they're not on the hub right now, so you can't see their grades. Yeah. So there are some players who like I just don't Correct. remember what grade they're in. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Hill Marie one was easy because it showed what grade the yeah. players were in. I saw so Landon Sampere, the Wiz White winner, is playing, skipping his Bantam year this year and will play JV for the Pioneers. Yep. Um. That makes an interesting dynamic for Matamidas Bantam Double A team, who I think they were a final eight team in the in the Blue Ox. Matamida, I yeah. think they went one and four. Well, they won their first game. Yeah, I think they won their first game. And got and just into yeah, then got into the final eight and then lost the last three. Yeah. yeah. Um, any any thoughts on that? Peter? Yeah, it's I'm, not surprising. I know everybody sees Hill Murray's JV roster. Yeah. And goes, hey, Hill Murray's right. been doing this for years. And it seems to be working just fine. Um, and you mentioned it off air, but I wanted to mention it on air because this was also my situation. I played high school hockey as a ninth grader. And part of the reason was because you practice right after school. Yeah, Your practice is at 4 o'clock. It's not at 8.50 p.m. at the West St. Paul Ice Arena across town. It's, it's at so 4 o'clock easier. at Oscar Johnson. You're done with hockey by 5.30 in the evening, and mom and dad aren't running you. And then you go home, have dinner, and do your homework. 
or you go to play practice. But what I'm saying is it's easier for families to do the high school thing because at most public high schools, like a bus takes you to the rink and then takes you back to the school. Yeah. It's also cheaper. Yeah, but you also get less too. There's less hockey condensed. But for it. some families, it's more important that it's more affordable than no, getting I'm, more I'm not games. saying. I'm, I'm I, saying I've always been a firm believer you get what you pay for. So. Yeah, I don't disagree with that, but I can see why some parents would opt for the high school team. Totally. And the high school coaches want the players in the program because yes. not only does it help protect their players from other people maybe saying, well, you could come play over here this year or you could come play over here yeah, this protecting year. protecting your kids. But it also sure. gets the kids into the high school program where they get used to practicing four times a week instead of playing games four to five times a week. You get <laughs> adjusted to that schedule. True. All right, USA Hockey uh, has a special meeting in January where they will discuss whether making neck guards mandatory as soon as this hockey season uh, due to the recent uh, death of Adam Johnson playing overseas without one. Um, I th Peter, what are your thoughts? Should they do this? Should they wait? What are you thinking? I think at the youth level, they should make it mandatory. Players are resilient. They'll get used to the neck guard. And do we really want to see another situation where a player gets cut on the no, neck? No, we've seen a lot out? of close I mean, calls, too. Let's, let's get real here. Let's be proactive about this. At the pro level, I see it playing out kind of like how the visor played out, where some players will be grandfathered in. Like right. Craig McTavish was the last NHL player to not Without wear a helmet. helmet. So they'll grandfather some guys in. I love the fact that TJ Oshie is being proactive about it and is wearing a neck guard. Well, he often sells it too. He sells hey, that's the, okay, that's man. That's totally fine. Who, I mean, whoever, he sells war, his world brand. This is called using capitalism for good. Yep. Uh, I, to sell a, a product like that, I, I no think it's fine it. at the youth level. Make it mandatory. Make sure they wear it. Make sure. It, enforcement is consistent across the board. What I would also think about is the insurance policy that USA Hockey has because. God forbid a player Injur gets injured gets with, seriously with the neck injured. guard on? No, without the neck guard. Because, no, the, because I think the Adam Johnson thing has set a precedent where it should it be might mandatory. actually put that put them into a so situation it, where if, they knowingly knew somebody injured themselves. Criminal negligence. Yes. They could not. Not violent criminal negligence, but paperwork version of criminal yeah. negligence, which is almost scarier. I agree. I agree. All right. So I think that's just an interesting talker. To feel out how that could work. I think it's going to happen faster than you know. I hope it does. Seven Minnesotans got some good news this week uh, from USA Hockey. They'll be playing in the U the World Junior A Challenge. My question on the World Junior A Challenge is, is there other Junior A leagues besides? Yeah, I suppose there are Junior A leagues all over the world. Yeah. So I that's who they'll be playing against. I mean, who are they playing against? Right? I don't quite know how they do it. In Europe, I just know I U.S. Know what, does very well in this tournament. I don't know what demarcates a junior A and a junior B in Europe. I don't either. I don't either. Anyway, they have it, and five, seven Minnesotans made it, uh, including two goaltenders, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Frank Brimzik winner, uh, Hampton Slukinski was one of them. Caleb Heil, uh, the UND commit, was the others, uh, and then uh, 05 birth years Beckett Hendrickson and Finn Brink. Uh, 04 birth years, Garrett Lindbergh, Gavin Lindbergh. You, you, we've screwed that up a couple times. Yeah, did you know he plays forward and not defense? Yeah, right. And then <laughs> Zam Plant. 
And then uh, 06 birth year D, Adam Kleber. Good job to Klebs uh, making that Klebs. team. So uh, that's big news for those kids. Mm-hmm. They'll get to play, put on that USA sweater. And have any of them worn that USA sweater? There were Obviously, a couple of repeats. Beckett Hendrickson had. And Heil has. Um, there are two returning members from last Slukinski's, December's team. It's Lindbergh yeah. and Strathman. And um, Slukinski wore it in a Five Nations, I believe. Yep. So there's a few of these kids have worn it and a few haven't. Um, Zam Plank gets to put on a USA jersey. I think that's his first time. Uh, he'll be able to equal his brother now who wore it. I'm <laughs> pretty sure his dad at some point wore a USA jersey. So it just keeps... Coming the family up roses tradition for the, the plant, the plant household. Absolutely, uh, a good showing. One final note: good showing from the University of North Dakota, placing I believe three players on this roster: uh, Caleb Heil, Andrew Strathman, Mac Swanson. Pretty good, and that's it. I think North Dakota leads. I think Strathman is going to have a great he, college career. I know this is a youth show, but oh my. god. Gosh, they love him in Youngstown. He's the yeah. captain of that team. Watched him in Pittsburgh. That kid is an absolute stud. I know. I know. I know a lot of people speak highly of him. All right. Uh, Gobbler's coming up this weekend, uh, as is the opener at the high school level. Uh, so many memories doing this tournament going back. This is the eighth year we've done the Gobbler. Uh, what years? is yeah? What is your greatest memory of the Gobbler? I can't. I wish it's I had the bracket years. board to show everybody how crazy this was. Oh my gosh! Um, mine is fairly recent. Go ahead. Uh, last year, Woodbury Pee Wee Bees won the championship, and their goaltender. Uh, Brecken Carlson celebrated as if he had just won the Stanley Cup and the lottery at the same time. And it was so cool to see those kids get so excited yeah. over a tournament in November. And by by Sunday of the Gobbler, everybody's worn out. Okay, we yeah. start on Wednesday. Thanksgiving is a huge deal with family and the food and the Yeah, there's a lot going on sensory-wise, right? And then by the time you get to Sunday, everybody is worn out. So the Gobbler right. has turned into this war of attrition, of sensory attrition. And to see the explosion, Ellison Howard, Hayward excuse me, scoring the game winner, um... No, he didn't have the game winner. Who did? Kai Helgeson had that game winner, didn't he? I, th- I or thought was it Hayward. I thought Hayward took it to the house. Well, Woodbury had several game winners last yeah. year. They had like three straight games where they won in the final seconds. But Brecken Carlson, uh, watching, you can watch the highlight video and his face at the end of the game that made the whole weekend worth it. I agree. All right, um, that's your memory. My memory is a weird one. Um, it was in Bantam Bees, I want to say like 2017 or 18. We had a pool play that all four teams had one win, one loss, and one tie. And the same amount of goals for and goals allowed. We got down to penalty minutes to decide who made the championship bracket. Oh, no. And I was like, this is a nightmare. It was all, everyone had the exact same scores. It was like, this is insane. Like, it was like I threw a Yahtzee. It was like the equivalent of throwing Yahtzee. Yahtzee. It was throwing five sixes in Yahtzee on the first roll. That's what it was. Is that good? In, I've never played Yahtzee. Yeah, oh my gosh. I just played Yahtzee about three weeks ago. Did you? And I had double a double Yahtzee. 
just so you know, Yahtzee's like a huge winner when you get all of one. I got it twice in one sitting. Everyone else was like 300 points, 300 points, 300 points. But I was like 500 points. And again, that's total luck. Total luck. I'm not saying I was a good Yahtzee player. You're that's because so cool. the double Yahtzee is just like an auto win. Yeah, once you get the second Yahtzee, you're, it's you're done. You're done. You're, you've beaten everybody. Okay. So, well, well that was Yahtzee. my memory. <laughs> um, so, let's pick our winners for this year's Gobbler. We will do the other tournaments later on. All righty. Hey, can I, can I tell you a secret quick? Let's hear it. I forgot that the opener was happening. <laughs> totally spaced. Yeah, you did, what did you forget about running a tournament over at Bloomington yes, that we have? Yeah, we have four high school yeah. games as well, two on each day, uh, okay. and some great variety for those high school fans. Yeah. Anyway, back to the gobbler. Thought I'd throw that in there as a little haha. Uh, gobbler winners, peewee bees, and bantam bees. Deep field again. It's a yeah. deep field, but it tends to be the late conference teams rising to the top. In the Pee B field, uh, Pee Bees is following uh, pool play. There are three yep. pools of four, 12 total teams. I'm going to take Roseville for a multitude of reasons okay. as my Pee B gobbler champion. I am going to go away from the late conference as well. I'm going <gasps> to go with Osseo Maple Grove Black. Ah, it's been a few okay. years since they've uh, won at either of these levels, but they've won at both uh, Peewees and Bantams. I'm going to go OMG Black on this one. Okay, I like it. I like it. Uh, Bantam, okay, quick question. Are you going to pick an Edina team? I am not. Whoa! Believe it or not, they were in the finals last year, both white and green, and we have them separated in opposite sides of the bracket so they can't meet each other until the finals of either the Winner's bracket or loser's bracket. You know, that's a really great thought and theory, but sometimes it leads to uh, Edina versus Edina. In <laughs> well, the, we in don't the want them in the semifinals. Game. We want to give them a chance to get No, I know, there. but last year last year, I can't count how many people were like, so it's Edina versus Edina in the championship? That's not I, the first dude, time. I can't, I can't it's stop It's not the them. first time. I can try to stop I, It's them, happened at least two times. Legally, I don't think I can stop them. Uh, Bantam Bees, I'm going to pick a team that's riding one heck of a hot streak right now. Um, unbeaten in their last 11 games, the Eden Prairie Eagles. They're, they're the sixth-rated team in now rankings. Yes, and they, they will are. Definitely make their mark here uh, at, at, at the Gobbler this weekend. They will. Their one loss, the Eagles' one loss, came against, I believe, your champion pick. <laughs> White Bear Lake? No. Never mind. Oh, who's who's my champion pick? Your champion pick was White Bear Lake, but yeah. Eden Prairie's lone loss of the season came against Osseo Maple Grove Black. Yeah, that's a good team. That's a good team. Yes, it is. Um, okay, and I'm going to go with White Bear Lake. I love their Bantam team. This will trickle down to a successful Bantam B team. I want to go White Bear Lake. They're a, very, they're a top 10 rated team in now rankings. So. All right. Speaking of rankings, they are brought to you today by Map South Hockey. Hey. Um, by this time, usually we have a staff rankings complete. Um, certain person on the staff, myself, uh, didn't get them done last week, and my apologies. We will be in full force come Monday. Uh, we will have some great, um, you know, pictures for most levels, maybe hopefully all levels throughout the state, and we will have rankings and commentaries like we have had all year. And it all is pos brought to you possibly by Map South Hockey, Map South, the great 
fantastic training facility trainers um, and developers of hockey and character uh, in Mendota Heights Map South Hockey. I was over there a few weeks ago and just recognized how cool this facility is for kids to come in and train, whether it's weightlifting, puck shooting, um, skating, dry land, you name it. They have everything you could possibly need over there to, to make your game better in the offseason. Yeah, Map South, the mission, developing the athlete, the player, and the person. Map yeah. South Hockey's team is invested in every athlete's overall development through our unique combination of skill development, strength and conditioning, and leadership training. Map South has been in business for 16 years. That's impressive. I'm pretty sure they know what they're doing down there in Mendota Heights. I think so. I think so. Learn more about Map South Hockey at mapsouth.hockey. That's mapsouth.hockey. Because we don't have staff rankings published, I thought, hey, wouldn't it be neat to at least announce on our show today all of the top-rated now rankings? I computerized cannot wait. Formula. Are you I ready? Do you have your drums? Wait. Your drum set going? No, not all a right. huge fan of drums. Let's go with the undefeated Bantam AA Moorhead Spuds, the winner of the Blue Ox. No surprise there. And the winner of the Blue Ox Bantam A, Osseo Maple Grove. Any surprise there? No. I think not they're at all. good. That's a good team. Uh, and then Bantam B, this is a fun one. Hastings Raiders are number one in Bantam B. At Peewee B, Bemidji Blue, we go north to the 218. Uh, they edge out Elk River by like a point one as soon as we pulled that up this morning. And then PBA, I like this one. Proctor Rails, number one in PBA. Isn't it's early, but let's look at it. Let's take a screenshot of it. And let's put a copy of that screenshot in the photo album. I love it. And then look at that. The Blue Ox, I mean, the, the big pumpkin winner, Stillwater, 8-0. and oh, They are number one in Double A. Yeah. Any thoughts on any of those teams, Peter? No, I, uh, I will reiterate it's early. Um, sometimes these games, there's a team... I believe it's at the 15A or 12A level. Uh, that's currently ranked second in the state, and they played three total games yeah. against what I would call not great competition. Correct. So the computer is doing its best to keep up with the teams and who they're playing and the strength of schedule. It's still early. Kayla and I were actually talking off air about this about the uh, the dander that's get that gets raised oh, with rankings. Over rankings, yeah. Um, it's, it's early. Insane. It's early. It's Let's. Take a drink of sparkling water, maybe a clearly Canadian, if you're feeling north of the border, and just chill out on the rankings. So 15A is Alexandria. They Love are, it. They had a nice 12A team last year, and they have cruised through what's mostly a uh, northern schedule. They have a mm -hmm. couple wins over a good Woodbury Black team uh, earlier in October. Uh, but I think this is a, will be a good team this year and a really nice, promising future for the Cardinals at girl in girls hockey at this age level. I love seeing a non-metro team at the top of 15 A's. So I mean, do I. Alexandria has been hovering around the top of 15 A for what seems like a decade now. You'd like to see a group for Alex break through. Speaking of uh, non-metro, uh, Central Minnesota River Blades, that's the definition of non-metro isn't it yeah yeah i, I would say <laughs> i i honestly if i can't even remember who makes up the central minnesota it's like st cloud and north county 
No, nope. They, no. they already have theirs. It's okay. just like it's mostly it's around the St. Cloud area, St. Cloud, Sartell, those types of kids. I got to know the girls from the 15A last year. I did their headshots, uh, and then they were just always seemed to be in my rink, and they were super nice kids <laughs> and positive and had a really good time at the Dangle Fest last year. So cool. I enjoyed meeting them, and I was like, well, where do you go to high school? I go to Sartell. I go to St. Cloud Tech. I go to, you know. So I think it's just kind of that Sock Rapids, Sartell, St. Cloud area. Rice. Maybe a little rice in there. Rice. Drop some rice in there. <laughs> um, okay, 12-8. Speaking of non-metro, this is the most non-metro leaderboard ever. Okay. I'm going to go with Grand Rapids is number one. What an Whoa. impressive record of 10-0. and 0. Uh, I couldn't believe that when I saw it. That's I, awesome. They've had some good wins, too. Uh, I, I expect them to be the top team in the north. Uh, they've beaten Moorhead twice. Uh, they beat a Rochester team, Prior Lake, Stillwater. So they've beaten some some uh, Metro teams as well. But uh, I think they'll meet their match when they when they play against those Lake Conference teams like, uh, you know, Wyzetta and Edina and Minnetonka. They'll, okay. There'll be some tough outs for them. Yep. Um, still early. Still early. Still and then early. last but not least, 12B, Egan Blue uh, is currently ranked number one in 12Bs. We got to see a lot of the... Egan Invergrove kids last year in our Dangle Fest. I don't think there's many of them in, in it this year. I really miss them. I love their spirit and their attitude when they come to play in our tournaments. For sure. I also enjoy explaining to people what the WS on the... Uh... Yeah, what is it? I always have to think about it. I honestly don't remember. <laughs> well, it's something Spartacats. <laughs> oh, it's, I know the nickname is Spartacats, but there's a W and an S in the shield. I wonder what it's for. Is it Wildcats and Spartans? Yeah, Wild It's got to be because it's Egan yeah. and Grove Heights, yeah. which is Simley. All right, uh, let's uh, shift our gears and head off to our tournament feast. This is literally a feast of tournament games, and we don't touch even nom, 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 probably nom, nom, nom. half of them. There's probably more than half that we've just leave off. Um, before we do that, though, let's talk a little bit about our sponsor, Breakaway Academy. Um, we have the, what do they call it? They have some kind of cup they're playing for on Monday. The Snuggerud Cup. No, it's Snuggerud Brink Divisions. I don't know what that means, but uh, I will be uh, entering my refing. Uh, I'll be, uh, I've, I've agreed to be an official over there for their. You haven't. I have. I will be officiating oh on gosh. Monday morning. At well, this nobody event. else was available. All right. No, no. I, I they have a referee, but Tony's Lancet, who works at the school, knows that I want to continue to hone my skills as an official. So they said you should come by and you can do a few games and get some exercise and just work on your good spot to work on your uh, offsides and icing so that's half the battle of being an official how to recognize all that stuff the the actually oddly enough we'll get to it later but goals is easy <laughs> that's the easy part the offsides goals and icing is easy. and okay. the and the too many men we'll get to that when we get to the later in the segment but um so breakaway will have their big tournaments on monday that's the monday after thanksgiving um and i'm excited to just continue to be invited over there to to participate in their stuff i loved lunch lunch was my favorite part of our video build a couple weeks ago i just that was my favorite part just meeting the kids and uh seeing how happy these kids are how excited they are whether it's training for hockey or 
or learning from Matthew Sartor or <laughs> or uh, Lindsay Lundeen or any other famous Gretchen teachers. Strammel. She a teacher over there? there? I think she's in an administrative role. Yeah, I mean, there's so many of these parents uh, that are involved, parents of hockey players that we know that are involved. Dana Dean, for example, with the the four Dean kids. She's a teacher over there. It's just it's fun to kind of engage there on a different level other than hockey game, hockey tournament, hockey score. Well, it's, you know? fun, it's fun to see them as, you know, regular kids. Yeah. Instead of just, that too. just hockey players. That too. So um, I'm excited for that. Um, if you're interested in a tour of the school, feel free to look up my good friend, Andy Brink at uh, Breakaway Academy. Do you want to talk about the three pillars? You, you got them. You want the three pillars? Academics, athletics, and character. Yes. Academics love first. Love it. Love it. Um, we are going to just dive right into this feast. Where do you want to go first? The feast. This is going to be the Scott Benedict Memorial in Burnsville. I'm going to read off. You're going. We want to just take a quick peek to see who's going to win these tournaments. Let's yeah, because go I've got my a. answers for the other ones. I do go not have mine. Bantam for Scott A. Benedict. You want to take a quick peek at Bantam A? Sure. Uh, who do you got? Tell me. Tell me. Tell me who you got. Well, I'm, I don't want to. I don't want to pick the same you. Sheet. Okay. I'm going to go with uh, Rock Ridge. Rock Ridge, right there. They're okay. going to win. It. I would have picked Wasika, but I think a lot of those kids from the era, the the good Wasika groups in squirts, peewees, and bantams, have all made it way to varsity. So I don't think they'll be as strong. Dang it! I'll go Rock Ridge. That'd be easier. There were so could many the... good kids in the Bantam Elite League who are Rock Ridge kids. I think that's going to be a tough team to beat. Okay, why don't you give me the uh, Apple Valley Burnsville Fire the home Hawks. team? The home team. I like it. Are they the Firehawks? You're the Firehawks. Firehawks, yeah. You're a Firehawk. They're not the Valkyries. You're a, you're a Firehawk. Everybody's a Firehawk. Right. All right. Uh, Pee-wee A, it's hard to pick against Edina. So I'm going to go Edina. Why? Because I think that's the best team in this field. Okay. But you know who's the highest rated? I think Cottage Grove is rated higher. You might want to pick those guys. I think I am going to take Cottage Grove. I think they're rated higher. In Do they have a double A team? No. Then give me Cottage Grove. Yep. There you Cottage go. Grove all day. Squirt A. Hmm. What the hell? What is a warrior? A warrior. It says warrior is somebody who uh, is a warrior. Is, is a that, warrior. That's going to be your West St. Paul Warriors, I think. Well. I think it is. That's that, your if West I St. can't Paul. tell who it is, I'm probably not going to uh, to pick you. Why don't you give me uh, give me Northfield? I'll go Eden Prairie. Northfields. I'm gonna take Eden Prairie to win this one. Are you hanging on to these, Kayla? Yeah, she's just writing them all down. Okay. All right, here we go. We're going to what tournament is this? Let's go to the girls, then we'll come back, wrap up the boys. Going cake so we'll eater. Fifteen A girls. There are twelve teams in this one. Where is Edina Green? Where is Edina? Wow. Green? Why don't you just play your hand right now? <laughs> They're right there. They're in the uh, green division. I would, I'm going to go Edina Green. It uh, just looks too good to me. Okay, I'm going to take uh, Woodbury Black, battle-tested after playing 16 games this season. Back-to-back uh, -back losses against Alexandria in early October. I think that Woodbury has bounced back from that. Um, they've beaten some decent teams over the last couple of weeks. All right, well, let's go 12A. Anoka Rogers, Thunder Bay, Wyzetta, Woodbury, Edina, Moorhead, OMG, Roseville, Montamini, Fargo, Ornawastanka, Minnetonka, 
and Andover. This is tough because I don't know how Thunder Bay is going to be. Thunder this Bay is, might show up with an absolute stud group. This is so easy for me. It's this not so easy. easy it's not easy. Yeah, Stop two years it. ago at 10 A's, Minnetonka and Woodbury battled. They were the two best teams in the state. I don't believe what that I Woodbury will be as stacked as Minnetonka. So I'm going to go Minnetonka will win this one. Okay, I'm going to take Edina. Uh, I like. I, yep. There's new coach, a, though. I mean, no, not new coach. Sorry, uh, but the really deep roster. Really deep roster that has hit double digits three separate times in this young season. Wow, that's tough. I didn't know that. Um, okay, and then the 10A division. Um, I'm looking for somebody that I know. Ooh. Minnetonka, Orono Westonka, Edina White, Wyzetta, Stillwater, Anoka Rogers, Woodbury, and Edina Green. I know Stillwater's got some good players. Oh, boy. And I know that Wyzetta's got some good players. All right. So what are you going to do here? Oh, man. Oh, man. Give me Orono Westonka. I'm still kind of riding a high from Friday okay. Night Ice. I think that Wyzetta will be the champions of this tournament. Oh, Okay, all right. Sticking uh, with the West Always Metro, cautious of Woodbury. Just too many good hockey players over on the east side, and bundling them all into one association is a big advantage. So that might be my dark horse, or they might be the favorite. Who knows? <laughs> all right, uh, next up, I'm trying to figure out which tournament this is. is this must be the Hopkins tournament. because Hopkins? Hopkins in it. Hopkins, Bantam B. We have Hopkins, Woodbury, Champlain Park, Shakopee, Farmington, OMG, Elk River, and Wyzetta. Oh, no. Which OMG? I don't know. Oh, it just says. There's another one. They're actually in the, there's another OMG that's in this tournament over in Moundsview at the Super Rink. Okay, I'm going to take, I want to say it's OMG Black who's in this Hopkins one. Yes, it is. Uh, In that place, I. Place. In that case, I will take the undefeated Osseo Maple Grove Black Leafbirds, the only uh, quote-unquote blemish on the record books to, to tie against Egan on November 11th. Um, I'm going to go Woodbury is going to win this one over a very, very stingy Wyzetta defense. I'll stingy. go Woodbury over Wyzetta in that one. Okay. Um, let's stick in Hopkins. Uh, Hopkins A. Tournament, we have Hopkins, Woodbury, Moundsview, Irondale, OMG, the number one rated team in the state, Elk River, Delano, Chisago, and Hudson. Any thoughts, Mr. Odney? Yeah, I'm going to stay away from the number one team in the state. Uh, I'm going to go with Hopkins. Hopkins mm, has been one of, the, win one of the only teams to give Osseo Maple Grove a game, losing to the Leafbirds 2 to nothing four days ago, and then back that up with... Uh, it appears a 7-1 win over Edina AA. Not sure if that's a real score. Uh, and then a 5-1 win over Wiper Lake A. And now I can't tell if that's a real score either. But I, I like Hopkins. Uh, Hopkins Bantam A. Looks like a 7-1 to win over Edina AA. Wow. That's a major upset. At what point do you have to do the speech of stop putting in if fake now scores. rankings is continually abused? Well, I'm going to fix we'll that one on the down. show. I'm going to fix it on the show. Are you ready for that? Yeah, while well, we do it. Okay, hold on. Before you delete that, I want to check Edina. Bantam I'm pretty AA. sure they didn't play them. I'm yeah, but sure. it looks like Edina AA in that particular set of rankings was just randomly created by somebody. No, I can't do that. Okay. 
All right, let's look up Edina. In any case, I'm taking. <laughs> I'm gonna take uh, Hopkins. Wow, wow. There's a lot of bad ones in here. Yeah, oh, that's great. All right, well, we're shutting it down. Yeah. No more now yeah. ranking. I don't see that one in here. That's fine. Um, okay. Let's see now. Did you pick yours? Um, I picked us. I will pick Ossie Maple Grove to win this one. Wow. We didn't give them any love in our show last week for winning the Blue Ox. And Sorry. I just got going a little too fast and skipped past it. I think we did a nice job of covering them in our Blue Ox video. Sam Jacobson got a player to watch video. Uh, so plenty of love for this OMG A team. Um, they're going to win their second tournament of the year uh, this weekend in Hopkins. Not a bad bet. All right. Uh, so we had our Hopkins tourney out of the way. Let's go up to the Super Rink um, really quick to the Bantam B1 Spectacular. Sp- Super Rink uh, Spectacular. See anyone on that list from the Bantam B1 list there? St. Louis Park, Farmington, Centennial, Matamita has always had a good Bantam B1 program. Mm-hmm. Um, MVI Mavericks, and then Winnipeg East Railcats. Uh, I'm I know glad you're going to you, go for that one. I'm glad you brought up Matamida because I'm going Matamidae here. The Zephyrs 12-1 and one coming into this tournament. They have scored some ridiculous scores here. A 19-1 to one win over East Metro. A 17 to nothing win over River Falls. Wow. Jeez, find some competition, Matamidae. Holy smokes. And then an 11 nothing win Those over look- Wyzetta White. It looks. It appears as though virtually every game has gone into running time. I'm going to go St. Louis Park on that one. Okay. And then we have the, I don't know what, this must be the Pee Wee B division, which is always a really good good division. Uh, No, what is this? What are you talking about? This one right here. I don't even know what it is. What? Oh, this is. Oh, that, this is, you got a label on the top of it. That's Eden Prairie. Come on, buddy. Sorry, Eden Prairie. This is EP Bantam AA. We're not there yet. I got a pick for that one. I don't even have the EP Double uh, A one. The Pee Wee Bees out of the Moundsview Irondale tournament, which features Osseo Maple Grove White, the Moundsview Irondale Mavericks, Chaska Chan, the West End Bruins, zero idea where they're from, Prior Lake Gold, Matamidi Blue, Farmington, Blaine, Eastview, Centennial, the KC Sabres, and Stillwater Black. West End Brewers Bruins is Winnipeg, and so is Casey Sabers. Oh, I still think Aussie Maple Grove White's going to win this, even though I think that's their second team at PWB One. All righty, I'm going to take Stillwater Black. Mm, I like that pick. Thank you. I like that pick. Now we can go to Eden Prairie. Yeah, we can. Uh, this is the Bantam Double A. I have the PB Double A here that I never the, printed. The fifteenth test of the best. Yeah, the first test of the rest. Um, you want to go Bantam Double A? This is a good. There's f- three pools. I don't know um, if they actually call it the first test of the best anymore. Uh, maybe because it's not the first test of the best. It's called the Centennial Preview. Did we accidentally bully Eden Prairie? We may into have changing the tournament. Name? We may have. Oh no! Well, it was. It used to be the first tournament of the year. Nope. Never mind. It's called year. first test of the best. It is. <laughs> Who do you got in, coming out of this one here? Uh, for the Bantam Double A's, I've got Prior Lake. Rosemount. I got Prior Lake. I know. I'm looking at who to win this one. Rosemount oh. would win that pool. Uh, Prior Lake will win that pool. And then... Oof, That's tough. Woodbury is going to win that pool. Okay. 
I think you're right. I think Prior Lake is going to win this. Let's gooch him right I now. I like Prior Lake a lot in the Prior Lake to win it all. All right, so here's the PBAA. Now, this is a deep field. You have Minnetonka, who finished second in the Big Pumpkin. Yep. And Prior Lake, a really good sneaky team in that pool. Yep. Stillwater. So you have the basically Stillwater. Wait a second here. So you have <laughs> see if I get this right. Stillwater and Minnetonka. We do this every year, don't we? Stillwater, Minnetonka, one and two in the state, one and two in the in the Big Pumpkin. They're in the same pool. We talk in the same pool. We're talking the same pool here. Yes. Okay. Let's look at this next pool, which is Moorhead, right? Moorhead and Woodbury. That's probably the third and fourth best teams in the state. And then Eden Prairie lines themselves up with St. Michael, Egan, and Montemita. I hope, for the sake of bracket integrity, that Egan somehow beats Eden Prairie and wins this pool. Uh, Egan 8-7-1 and one coming into this one. Uh, a 5-4 loss to Duluth East and a 7-4 loss to Warroad. Two of three losses in the last four games for Egan. I think it's still a good team. A lot of talent there. I think it's a good team, too. I'm just saying they're a little beat I up really have a feeling that uh, the Matt Scott show will continue and they'll somehow find a way into the playoffs. Somehow. Somehow. But I don't like – I hate unbalanced pools. Either Woodbury or Stillwater – uh, should be in a pool over within the red bracket, in my opinion. Am I wrong? I'm not saying you're wrong. You're not wrong. I'm not saying right. you're wrong. All right. Uh, who's your champion? Moorhead. Stillwater. I saw enough out of that team. The speed of their top three lines is uncanny. It's hard to hard to slow it down. Um, goaltending will be a key in this tournament, and and I agree with you that. Uh, the goaltending for Moorhead could be the difference in this. Um, okay, um, that's it. The, is that the feast? I Are we that's done? The feast. Any dessert? Oh my god! For the feast? No, I am going to throw a paper airplane. Though. Okay, let's see it. Cover your eyes, Kayla. Good for you. Glad that we're. Uh, that's my dessert. Glad that we're uh, making our employees afraid to come to work, trying to well assault them with a paper airplane. You know, I think it keeps everybody on their toes. Um, let's talk a little reffing. I reffing I reffed my, my first game on Sunday, Squirt Seas, starting at the bottom, and I'm going to work my way up. Um, it was, there were so many things that I did not realize after even going through training and reffing uh, other stuff, scrimmages and stuff, that I learned an immense amount in one session. Okay. First, it's really hard, even at the squirt C level, to capture the jersey number of the goal scorers and, and assists. It is extremely difficult. Or are you trying to tell me that referees don't intentionally forget the second assist? No, they just can't keep track of them all. It's very hard. So that's one. Uh, number two, I can't hear very much. Like, I couldn't hear the fans screaming at me. I couldn't no. hear the... I couldn't hear the um, coaches, screaming, coaches at screaming at me. I heard one, but that was he was wrong, and I was right. Um, he wanted off. He wanted uh, icing called 
uh, on a on a penalty kill, and he didn't know the USA rule that you couldn't do that. Oh, that's why he's coaching squirtsies. Yes, um, but I think overall, everybody, the kids, the parents, the the coaches, it was a wonderful experience. I learned a ton about icing and and offsides and how how where to, where to be and how to be there and how to watch the game. And I I cannot wait to get back on the ice. That's why. I was talking to Tony Lancet, and he says, you should just come out and practice on these, these scrimmage games that we're doing at Breakaway. And I said, I'm in. I'll be there for a couple of games. So well, I commend you for doing what so many uh, whiners, complainers, angry human beings won't do. And, and, and that's, that's not why I'm doing this. No, I know. But I'm saying I, I still like you're, you're skating a mile in a referee's shoes, and you're learning just how difficult it is. Yeah. Now think about the uh, now think about the Bantam Double A level. Think about trying to keep up. It's with not those easy. Kids. It's not easy. And, and to me, the uh, skating is just one part of the officiating. Just the one part. You know, like I didn't really struggle on the skating as much as I thought I was going to struggle. I thought, man, I really got to get better. So I've been skating all summer. I, I didn't really struggle on the skating. Paying attention to all the details, uh, my mentor said you missed about six or seven too many many penalties today. <laughs> I'm like, I'm yeah, sorry, can I can't it. see it all. I can't see it all. I'm trying to see it all, but I, I just couldn't keep up with all the different things that are going on in your head, trying yeah. to incorporate it all in one head. So the message here is. Next time, be nicer to the officials because they're trying to calculate a million different things while skating. You're sitting in the bleachers, 20 rows, 20 feet above the glass, and can see the game way better than we can. And we're doing our best as officials. Did you hear I said we? We. Now that I'm one of them, it's a we. We're doing our best to put on a great game for your kids and keep them safe and all that other great stuff. So, And we're going to look forward to putting on a great show this weekend. Starting with tonight's games. I know that both of us are going to uh, grab a glass of water after this, and we're going to go right over to Bloomington. Our our, our tournament starts in two hours. If you're a Bantam B or a PBB fan, we'll see you guys, or a high school fan, we'll see you guys this weekend over at Bloomington Ice Garden where we'll take up a cot and a blanket and deliver great hockey and great uh, fun for everybody this weekend. You need to stay up out the streets if you can't take the heat. You need to stay up out the streets if you can't take the heat.